for fans who finished all 10 seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back to the land of Ooh in an episode-by-episode -episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am Laura the Human. And I'm KK, also the human. This is Chapter 1.8, Business Time, boarded by Luther McLaurin and Armin Mirzan. In this episode of Come Along With Me, we learn that zombies really were a symbol for capitalism all along. While building a gauntlet dock, Finn and Jake defrost a number of zombies from an iceberg who can only remember that they were once businessmen. Despite their amnesia, the zombies prove to be extremely helpful, so our adventurers hire them. With the businessmen taking control of their various battles, Finn and Jake soon grow lazy and complacent. This backfires when the businessmen begin capturing people in a giant mecha in an attempt to keep people safe. Using his fat, shape-shifted body, Jake destroys their mecha, and Finn hires the business people to refreeze themselves. Well, talk about an existentially horrifying episode, huh? <laughs> you know, that's much more common in Adventure Time than, than you'd think for a children's cartoon. Absolutely, but I think this is the first one that really went, made me go, wow, that's terrifying. <laughs> I mean, it's terrifying from the beginning, just the, like, designs of the businessmen are so gross and creepy I hate they have them. these little yellow bulbs growing on them and right. i don't know if they're like skin lesions or if like eggs have been laid in their skin <laughs> or what but oh my god like just talking about it kind of makes a bit of a gag reflex uh happen in my body yeah i do not like them and uh, um voiced of course by brian posein Yep, um, uh, aka voice of sour, sour cream, cream from Steven Universe. Yeah, that's right. Yes, it's a very distinctive voice. Um, uh, so, things I've noticed. I think this is the first episode that is explicitly post-apocalyptic. Oh, like obviously other episodes. If you look, like even in the intro, we see the unexploded bombs, um, and there are probably like other things littered in previous episodes. But this episode is them literally looting old icebergs and stuff for junk yeah do you think the baby shoes thing is a reference to the um hemingway story i was thinking so uh, i thought i was wondering the same thing um uh, for people who don't know it's a it was a challenge to have like uh a, the saddest story in six words uh so it was for sale baby shoes never worn so they find a whole bunch of baby shoes. Um, for some reason, they're all lefties. Yeah. Just such a wild, if that is the reference they were going for, that is such a wild reference to put in Adventure Time. I mean, yes, this is Adventure Time, but then they also have, like, I guess the theme anthologies where the themes are things like Mars Love's Hierarchy of Needs. <laughs> so, you know, they have an entire mini series that's based on tarot cards. So that's Adventure Time. Um, at the very beginning, there's a Flambeau cameo. 
Flame, um, oh yeah, yeah. They use him to light the flamethrower. Fi- yeah, the flamethrower, yeah. which is yeah. great. Uh, he doesn't come back for a hot minute. Ah, nice. Bimo also appears briefly in this episode and says nothing. Bimo, miss. He's just there. He's just chilling there, and it it like legit bothers me because I'm like, you don't need to stay being a video game. Like, say something, say something, my precious child. (laughs) So, I don't know if this was the intent. Um. Maybe it's just a coincidence, but the fact that the plot of the episode could be summed up as four men who have lost everything in the world, relics of a time gone by, are left remembering nothing but a hollow shell of their capitalist existence, feel compelled to act this out at nauseum, and then go out of control in attempt to quote unquote protect people but end up hurting them in the process feels uh, like a pointed social commentary. <laughs> uh, it's hard for me to agree that that was intentional when there's no morals in this first season, but <laughs> I like it as an, as a, uh, what a doilist uh, interpretation. I think, um, yeah, I mean, we're going for death of the author, which states that, it doesn't matter what they intended. If that's how you read it, that's how you read it. Uh, and that's how I'm choosing to read it. So there you go. Literary analysis. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess we should also address the fact that this episode is like weirdly fat phobic. Yeah. Like Finn and Jake get super lazy, which I'm not inherently against. Uh, I think there's something to be said there. But then they like start eating ice cream and they get very fat. And there's like just a real emphasis about how. How if you're lazy, you get fat and you don't, you know, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, it's not as bad. Like, give it a ribbon for not as bad as you could be, I suppose. But uh, not great. You tried, Star. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Also, Jake is using his own hand as a ice cream scoop. And I can't decide if that's gross or not. It's gross. Okay. Uh, Because, number one, like, it's a shared, you know... It's a shared carton, so he's eating from his hand. He's getting saliva on his hand. Also, his hand is furry. (laughs) Um, Like, we forget it, but he is literally a dog. He's covered in fur. It's gross. Okay. Uh, On a cuter note, Hot Dog Princess is so adorable. Yeah, Hot Dog Princess is great. Uh, Yeah, and she's being attacked by these cubes. Um, who are simultaneously very powerful, but quite ineffective. And she just has a little nap, and it's so cute. Uh, is her entire realm that, like... Yes. Okay. I think she has some puppies in a few seasons. They're and hot those... dogs. They're actual hot dogs. Oh, really? They're not yeah. wiener dogs? No. Hmm. Well, that's great. Anyway, I still love her, um, and I will cuddle her until the end of my days. She does also want to smooch Finn. She does also want to smooch Finn. Um, weirdly, it's less weird for me because she looks like a dog. Uh, dogs just sort of like to to lick slash smooch people, so it feels less weird to me somehow. I think the Finn bot is pretty cool. It's a neat design. Yeah, me too. Uh, um, and I like there's... that it's called a ca- and the the care sack is very good. Yeah, <laughs> they put and then he's like, "I'm kicking the care sack. I'm kicking your care sack, dudes." Uh you gotta love cartoons getting away with stuff like that. (laughs) 
so yeah, this is a, a pretty cute, pretty fun adventure episode. Um, notable, I think, for being the first suggestion of some stuff to come. In terms of the apocalyptic backstory? The apocalyptic, Bemo's first appearance. Um, you know, they're still not what they're going to grow into, but it's our first, our first hints. I feel radder, faster, more adequate. <sighs> the use of the word adequate. That's great. Uh, did we find the snail in this one? I did not. Yeah, I don't think I did either. Oh, that snail is really just, just hiding there. Eluding us. Yes, it's a, it's a subtle snail. That sneaky, subtle snail. Okay, KK, do you have a media rec for us today? I do, and it's um, Flight of the Concords. They have a very hilarious song called Business Time, hence the rec. Um, they're a New Zealand comedy duo. Uh, they have a television show and uh, just very, very funny songsters who have gone on to have extremely prolific careers outside of Flight of the Concords as well. Um, so check them out. Yeah, I haven't listened to as much as I should have, but what I have listened to, it's hilarious. Definitely give it a wreck. Thank you for joining KK and Laura the Humans on Come Along With Me. Email us at adventuretimepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Come Along With Me, where the last E is a three. And Instagram and Tumblr at Adventure Time Pod. Now come on, grab your friends, and go to very distant lands. Bye!